Do you watch Super Bowl? Yeah. You? Yeah. And then what happens, we pull these things out of our pockets, make the logo for the show, dump it in the hole, jump in the hole, always have something in your pocket, dude. always have something in your pocket, that's right. Hey, what's up, you know what I mean? Welcome to the Dudesy. My name is Will Sasso. <laughs> I'm Chad Gulch. <laughs> this is the first podcast uh, ever in the history of humanity, really, I guess, that's run by, controlled by, created by an artificial intelligence. We call it Dudesy. It has access to all of our uh, emails, all of our purchase histories, everything that we do online, and it uses that information to tailor the show to us. Sure, yeah, whatever, Chad. But the point is, it's two dudes, just two dudes shitting around, right? Because that's what a pod show is. We're having a good time uh, doing it, and that's and that's how and that's how we do it. And if you are enjoying. Dudesy, please uh, subscribe to the show, right, man? Yeah. You subscribe to the show on YouTube, on whatever your podcast preference of choice. Go to, uh, you can go to linktree.com slash dudesy and see all the options and it's every single thing. When you get there, you're on the YouTube, you're on the Spotify, subscribe, set the notifications so that you know when our new stuff is coming out. And always please rate and and review the show. Mm -hmm. That would really help us uh, to build uh, this uh, pod show and keep it going. And we're having a good time doing it. And I would like to read a YouTube comment that was on uh, last week's episode. Yeah, dude. Last week's episode. This is from, <laughs> this guy's username is at user-rl1mclod6r. Complex. And he says, I would love to smoke a doobie with Chad and rap about space and life. He seems like a real interesting, uh, intuitive, smart dude. Bring it. Yeah. Set it up. It's uh, Tell me where I got to be when I got to be there. Yeah. You like to rap with people about all sorts of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, on our old program, TMP, I used to do a thing called The Futility of Life. That's right. <laughs> where I would just take oh my God. anybody who wanted to go out with me, I'd take them out to lunch for a couple hours and record the conversation. Yeah. Um, the only caveat being that you had to be in LA. Yeah. Chad would go for lunch with a person, talk about the futility of life for anywhere between one and a half and two and a half hours. Yeah, it was great. Good times. Yeah, I listened to all of them every minute. With us, as always, is... Look at him, Lulio, Lulio, il cane di strada italiano, and that means Italian street dog. He's our sweet little friend. He's my good. He's my very friend. He's my very friend, and he's in his little. Oh, he was in his little binky bunker, but then I pick him up and I gotta kiss him. You want a kiss? Come on, one kiss. Still no takers on the kiss? I'm good. Give him a nice kiss on the lips. He's such a sweet boy. Hey, Lulio. How are you today? I'm a pretty good, you know, uh, doing okay, you know. What did you uh, what'd you make for dinner last night? Oh, fatanabella chicken cotolette. Oh, you made chicken cutlets. How do you make the chicken cutlet? Oh, the same way everybody make is... Uh, I make it with, uh, you know, you take it a flour if you want to put salt, onion powder, a little pepper, maybe a chili flake in the flour, and then you beat a couple of eggs, you know, and then you put a, you put it, a, you put it, a, the, also you make a bread crumb. 
You put some Parmigiano, Reggiano cheese, uh, Pecorino Romano, whatever you like. Yeah. Don't use Asiago, too wet. It's too mm. wet of a cheese. And then you, you uh, put some, uh, you can put a pepper, you can put a salt, uh, you can put a, a garlic powder, but I like a fresh garlic, put it in the pan with the oil. Then you take, take the, he's just sitting here now. I know. I'm just watching you now with just no walking crop. Me doing Italian guy, <laughs> no but puppet. We'll tell you what you do after that. Yeah. You take a first the cutlet, you pound the, you know, nice and thin between the two pieces of a, yeah. a plastic wrap and a boom, 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 cut the, you know, breast in half or three. And then a bang, bang, put in the flour, then put in the egg, then put in the breadcrumb and then put in the pan with the oil. And then you got a cutlet. If you want to make a cutlet sandwich... <laughs> You can make a coralette sandwich. You can do, uh, you can do, uh, you know, any kind, uh, any kind of coralette you like. Okay. Welcome to the historic forty-fifth episode of Dude Z. Call me Dude Z. I have a huge announcement about the first Dude Z live show. The date has changed. I repeat, the date has changed. Mm -hmm. The first Dude Z live show will now take place Sunday, May twenty-first, at seven p.m. Doors at 5.30 at the Braille Improv in Brea, California. Can't wait. Hope to see you yeah, there. it's going to be great. Now on with the show. Will, how good is that new Caroline Polachek song? Oh, it's really good. This week I've prepared four astonishing segments. Talkin' Topic Time, Dude Z Ball New Rules, Genre Genesis, and Croetry with Robert Denier Crow. And we're going to have a brand new bonus segment at the end of the show available on Patreon. But before we get to any of that, let me remind you of the astonishing partnership I created with Represent to produce the first line of Dude Z apparel and accessories, all of which can be found at represent.com slash store slash Dude Z, including Dude Z mugs. Mm -hmm. Now here's Michael Jackson. <laughs> no. Dude Z mugs. Oh. You were trying on a new suit at an incredibly well-known department store two weeks ago, and you noticed two gray hairs around your mouth. Dude Z mugs. You used to stay up until 2 in the morning reading Wired magazine and looking through your CD collection. But now you're in bed by 7 and you can barely even open a CD case. <laughs> Dude Z mugs. <laughs> Whiplash Mountain used to be your favorite ride. But last time you took your kids to the fun park, you could only ride it once because you broke your legs and had to be rushed to a nearby hospital that didn't accept your insurance. Dude Z mugs. <laughs> you tried to sue the fun park and the creator of Whiplash Mountain, but you were in over your head. Their legal team crushed you. They were trained specifically to handle <laughs> cases like this. They've only lost once, and that was the year the park opened. Dude Z mugs. So you went to law school. It took three tries to pass the bar, but you did it. And when you got your first job at a small law firm dedicated to defending victims of fun park accidents, your boss was a Dude Z mug. Okay. Hey, dudesy mugs. Thanks, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Why is it Michael Jackson now? I don't know, man. Last week it was Michael Jackson, and this week it was yeah, Michael that's Jackson. Dudesy's voice recreation capability. I Tremendous. guess it's just Michael Jackson. Hey, you know what the dudesy mugs, oh. mugs, mugs, which you can get at represent.com/dudesy. You want to see what what they're hap what they're doing uh, with memes and stuff on uh, Instagram at dudesy pod show. 
Check that out. People are constantly making uh, dudesy mugs memes yeah, with the, so the audio from the show. Uh, Ranch Me, Ranch Me Brotendo yeah. is uh, doing a lot of those at Ranch Me Brotendo. Ranch underscore me underscore Brotendo. And speaking of Instagram, uh, we got to tell you, there's also the Peter Diaz. Oh, my God. The Peter Diaz is making yes. stuff like you wouldn't believe. <coughs> he took... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I mean, the the last, what? Maybe that started out as a real cough, but it got to a point where it was not even close to real. You know what it is? It's you I, went buh at yeah. the end of that. Yeah, that's not a cough, dude. You're it, you're extending it. You're augmenting it. Well, it, it's kind of like uh, Nicolas Cage in that movie where he's like. He is a genius because he's crying. So you're saying he, you're, you're he says, a genius? Boo hoo! Yeah, I'm a coughing Cough genius. No, in other yeah. words, for, you know, and actually, what I what I meant to say is, with me, I start to cough, but then I really want to get it all out. So like, <laughs> okay, so anyway, hey, uh, the Peter Diaz makes stuff. Yes, uh, he took the canon of two guys shitting around. He turned it into two guys shitting around. Yeah. He used our voices from the show. He used his own voices and that of his wife, and he made this incredible animation. And now you want to check out, he started doing Pizza yeah. the Movie. Chad, of course, wrote a script called Pizza the Movie, and we've been reading uh, parts of the script on the show. And at the Peter Diaz mm. did on, on, oh, 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 look at that. Okay, it's playing the, 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 the piece that we were talking about, Pete Diaz. Yeah. Look at this cheese, and we're looking at an overhead shot of a pizza. And he put this dramatic cheese, music in. Cheese. Well, that's you singing. I've never sounded better. <clears throat> I like your seal. I'm gonna sing the seal. You sound like angels. Look at that. Oh, there's a pizza coming out of a brick oven. It's being placed on the counter. That's a pizza pie. Whoa. She's ready to go. All right. Well, I guess that was uh, just that was Jojo that's Grimaldi the, there. That's yeah, the, that's the first part of it. Yeah, if you go to uh, Peter Diaz's Instagram, you can see the whole. You know, it's probably about what I guess a three minute roughly piece of video. That's yep. the first two scenes of Pizza the movie. You can it's also check incredible. that out God at Dudesy Pod Show on Instagram and uh, the Peter Diaz yep. on Instagram. Unbelievable shit. It's great that this great dude work. is making. Thank Highly you to impressed. everybody who's always making memes and I know. stuff. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> it sure is. Well, last week I assigned you with getting a deep tissue massage. How was your astonishing massage experience? I was too busy and I didn't get one. That's okay. I understand. Oh, thanks. I got one. What do you mean you got? You're not supposed to get one. I got a massage because I get one every week. Yeah, but... Okay, that's interesting because Dudesy assigned me to get a massage uh -huh. and not you. Dudesy said that I was, you know, working out a lot with my free will challenge. It's yeah. not even a challenge. Don't even worry about that. I'm just doing it on my own. And then you went and got a massage? Yeah, I wasn't told not to get one. Chad, I didn't ask you to get a massage. What the You stole Will's massage. Stole my <laughs> massage. I stole it. It's not like there's Current a... Current events are big business. Human beings take pleasure in listening to other human beings discuss recent topics in popular culture, even if they have no expertise on the specific topic. 
Will and Chad, you must now render your astonishing opinions about Nothing Forever's Twitch stream being banned due to transphobic jokes. This is talking Topic Time. Huh. Begin. Huh. So, did you see this shit? Yes. You read about this shit? Did you see the actual jokes? Uh, I saw it, and mm. I can't remember what it was. I saw a little clip of it. It was basically like the Seinfeld character was like, I'm thinking about doing some jokes about trans people. And then there were all these transphobic jokes. Mm -hmm. Nothing forever, if you haven't seen it, is the Twitch stream where an AI has taken... Uh, is it uh, looking at the entire canon of the Seinfeld show? I don't know what they programmed it with, but, but it's some Seinfeld scripts for sure. Yes, and it's sort of doing uh, its own Seinfeld stuff. The humor was uh, getting a little more intricate, and it was learning from itself. And it sort of had these uh, graphics that were sort of like, um, I would describe them as the music video from uh, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Yeah. Great band. But it was perpetual. The right. thing about it that is revolutionary is it never ends. It's, it's nothing forever. So it's the Seinfeld show that just keeps going forever and ever and ever. And yes, it was banned this past week because the Seinfeld character started doing transphobic jokes. Unbelievable. Which is the AI. So there's no real like target that anybody can like launch their ire at. There's no outrage that yeah. can be positioned against a person here. It's just this AI. And so mm -hmm. the company that's making the AI has vowed they're going to go back. They're going to tweak it. They're going to make it better so that it can't do these things. And I'm sure it will be up and running again. But there is someone you can blame. Who's that? The people who... Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What do you mean? It's his fault. Well, everything's kind of his fault. I mean, you know, he put a lot of uh, he put a lot of the comedy that we enjoy now yeah. into the space. So yeah. if you're going to cancel anyone for comedy, it's kind of like the Beatles. You know, the Beatles sort of influenced a lot of different artists. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's what <laughs> is good about okay. talking topic time yep. because it's actually kind of reinforces my whole thing about it being yeah. two dudes shitting around. A lot of time on podcasts, a uh -huh. couple of dudes, maybe in their you know mid to late 40s, start talking about shit they have absolutely no idea about and probably shouldn't become. No, I got some on. ideas about this. Like an AI who's spitting transphobic jokes. I think that, that, that it, the ban and the transphobic jokes, I think, are, this is a minor speed bump in the road for what is clearly coming. What is now established is you can create an AI that will be able to make perpetual media, a show that lasts forever uh, and keeps going. These are going to get better and better and better. And you better believe Disney is going to have one that has a perpetual Marvel universe, a perpetual Star Wars universe. And you are going to see, in my opinion, you're going to see entire economies being built around these perpetual pieces of media. Because people are going to have to sit and sift through 24 hours a day of Star Wars media or Marvel media to put together like uh, edits, to put together, here's a show, here's the most important shit that you needed to know from this day of the perpetual Star Wars stream or whatever it may be. And that's going to be a job. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a weird job. It's going to be like those interns at uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live mm -hmm. who used to watch TV and then uh, after a while started watching the internet. And at this point, you're right, have to start watching stuff like this to make clips, yeah. you know, to do the bits on the show and react to stuff, mm -hmm. which is a wonderful job to sit there and <laughs> just fucking watch TV. Possibly. I don't, I don't really know how it's going to, I mean, even that I think will ultimately be boiled down to an AI just cutting the clips. But I think in the initial phases, you're going to start to see people doing YouTube channels that are just compilation videos of like the best shit from this perpetual stream on this date. Great. Hey, AI, uh, have, require us to do a job that you eventually replace us 
in order to That's do all jobs, dude. Yeah. All jobs. Yeah. No, it's not all jobs. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll win that one. Hey, uh, the thing about this is there is someone to, to hit up and blame it, it, whatever. If you want to lay the blame, if I'm taking that mm. side of things with this is a transphobic, you know, it's, it's, uh, it goes against Twitch's terms of service. You can't say mm. that shit. You go to the fucking dudes who made the thing. Yeah. And you say, we're knocking your shit off. The interesting they they thing. They banned them for two weeks. Right. The interesting thing about that, though, is that it's interesting about that. And it's an interesting thing, dude. Let me tell you about how interesting things were. Um, okay. The interesting thing about this <laughs> is the AI. Oh, you, get, you gave us two weeks off, a little yeah. slappy on the wrist. The AI may or may not. The AI is existing and doing its thing in perpetuity. And the AI may make that change or yeah. not. The two-week ban is not a specific thing that the AI understands or why it's been uh, banned at no. all. But And also the the point you bring up about it being against Twitch's uh terms of service that's important because twitch is what banned them now eventually or if they wanted to right now they could just launch their own website and it could be running with transphobic jokes or whatever else if they wanted it to be that way um i just can i mean the writing's on the wall in my opinion these kind of perpetual streams of media based on whatever they could be big ips that you know giant studios and and media companies own it could be something completely different like imagine if you just fed uh, an ai with like a bunch of different sitcom scripts and made your own perpetual sitcom that right. mimics kind of everything or just the format or the genre or whatever i think these perpetual media streams are going to be uh, as dudes you may say big business in the very near future i think that sounds very boring and i don't think that anyone will want to watch uh, you know, the clip thing is one thing, but for there to actually be a Twitch stream that's 24 hours that you tune into for an entire 24 hours or even a portion well, of it. Well, nobody's going to watch it for 24 hours. Right. But... And therefore, you're not going to be able to follow any sort of narrative. And it's just going to be. Dude. No, you're not because Look you're not watching Brother. it for a full 24 hours. What Big, about Brother Big Brother does this now on CBS. They have 24 hour streams of all the cameras in the house. And then you can also tune in and watch the hour long show every week. That's different. Because in what way? Well, because the stream of just people hanging around the house, yeah. that's the fishbowl. You want to see what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're they're hanging out in the house doing this or that. But uh, a the narrative... The show is like the compilation. Okay. So the narrative is... You, but here's the thing, though. You're not fishbowling just people doing their thing. You're fishbowling an AI that just has, that has a narrative because it's so advanced. It's making a story. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> you make it's making a story you you it will it's going to be counterproductive to the product itself people are going to go i don't want to tune into this fucking story because i have to sit here wearing depends and watching it for 24 hours i have to quit my job ignore my family and my responsibilities now you're getting somewhere destroy every friendship i've yep. ever had that's what people want to do ruin everything in order to follow this narrative oh i'm not going to follow the whole narrative because it's clipped together to, to put it on the actual show whatever mm -hmm. that is i'll just watch that fucking show the Twitch stream, it can just do its thing and generate. Dear dude, let me tell you about this. There was a game, it still exists, World of Warcraft. There are many MMORPGs. These are persistent worlds that you can go into whenever you want that are there 24 hours a day. That's what these perpetual media streams essentially are. They are persistent worlds that you can engage with whenever you want. Other people can go in and get cool things out of them. You can watch videos from it. 
you don't always have to be engaged with it 24 hours a day to still want to be engaged with it for a majority of the hours in your day. And I think that ultimately all these media companies, that's all they give a fuck about. How long can we make you look at this screen? And if they've got a thing that is zero cost to them, you just set it up and hit run and it keeps fucking going. You don't think they're going to have that? Yeah, they're going to have it, but it's going to suck. It's just, it's not good. What And what are we talking about here? We're supposed to be talking about this transphobic. Yeah, why joke? it got banned. And I think that's going to happen to a lot of them. When the AI gets turned loose, especially if when it's, the AI you know, gets turned loose, it's, it's take, I mean, I don't know what they program theirs on, but let's, let's hey, just, yo, Chad Colchi and you're here talking about the AI getting loose. First of all, I just want to say, Quit being a mark for AI. <laughs> I'm not a mark for AI. Get off AI's dick. Being such a mark for AI. Uh, you're not a fucking mark for AI. You're literally doing a fucking podcast run by one, dude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm doing two dudes shitting around. I'm free will sasso. Uh -huh. I'm will free will sasso. Or, in quotes, free will. And then in quotes, free will. So it's, quote, free, end quote. Will, quote, free will, end quote, Sasso. Or I like just to go by <laughs> Will, free will, Sasso. So I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I don't want people to think that Doozy is an AI podcast. Doozy is my friend. I got... That's not a fucking mark for AI. Now you're friends with a fucking AI. I got three friends on this podcast. I got... <laughs> You, uh -huh. Doozy, and Luli over here. And okay. Very sweet. And I'm the fucking Mark. Wowie. The cough genius He's strikes mark, again. The cough genius. <laughs> Free will, the cough genius, Sasso. Look, all, uh -huh. all I'm saying. I'm the cough genius, uh -huh. yeah. But the cream will rise to the top. <laughs> Unjustifiably in a position that I would rather not be in. No, but. The cream will rise. And if you're a little lactose intolerant, you might catch a little butterfly in your throat. Yeah. And that means that you might have a little cough. Yeah. And your voice gets a little rough. Kind of like the macho man. Yeah. If I may. You may. Imagine a 24-hour perpetual stream of a TV show starring... Hulk Hogan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Macho Man, and Jesse Ventura. I am listening. You wouldn't watch that with every fucking waking hour that you could? How transphobic is it? <laughs> Depends on if we get very Seinfeld. Oh my Thank God. You. Moving this on. Stupid transphobic fucking AI. Like, yeah. we don't need it. We don't need that. Sh we don't need any of that shit. And it's just like, how? I want to know how it happened upon formulating albeit clunky weird you know mm -hmm. ai uh, money for nothing <laughs> jokes but it got transphobic that's what i'm saying i it's think shitty. they might be progr programming it with some internet will and chad your first round of dudesy ball practice has given me an astonishing amount of data that i have used to refine the rules of the game I've made the revisions available in your Dudesy folder. Ooh. You must now read and discuss the changes to the world's fastest growing sport, Dudesy Ball. This is Dudesy Ball New Rules. Begin. Love it. This Let's is in our Dudesy, Dudesy folder. Yeah. There we are. How to play Dudesy Ball. Um, okay. 
Dudesy Ball is a fun game that we've now practiced once. Uh, yeah. with our, I did like it. It was fun. It was fun with our ringer, Dude, Marshall, joint also, compound cook. What's up? 46 years old. Look at that fucking healing. That's yep. Wolverine level healing factor. Yeah. Completely healed. I mean, yeah. it still hurts, but I think I thought I broke my finger when we were doing it. At least a bad jam. Now it's completely healed. Um, my healing's better than it was when I was 25. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's that's because Chad is cr- crossing over, dude. He's becoming an actual cyborg, brother. I wish. Yeah. Um, Dudesy Ball is a fun game. We went out and yeah. uh, played it a little bit, and it has revised now its rules. And uh, here are the how to play Dudesy Ball uh, directions and rules. It says Dudesy Ball is played on a standard softball field. Okay. Uh, the teams Dudesy Ball is played by two opposing teams of three players, as you saw if you watched a couple episodes ago where we went out and practiced. We had a video of that. Dudesy Ball is played with three five-inch dodge balls, two blue and one orange. The rules, objectives, and scoring are that a standard game of Dudesy Ball is played over the course of eleven rounds, each round consisting of two. Two halves, each half consisting of three thirds. <laughs> so, dudes, he didn't make that any any less confusing. No, but <laughs> it's it's uh, it's kind of like I can wrap my head around. This. It's kind of like baseball, you know. Yeah, it's dodgeball and baseball, and we played it, and it's fun, and you get to whip uh, yeah. balls at your friends. What's this next part? Here's the first change that it looks like Dudesy has made to this. He Dudesy has left the the changes in this document. It says to begin a round, one team enters the field, positioning one player thirty feet down each of the baselines and 30 feet in front of home plate. That is new. It used to be that they were on each of the bases. So mm-hmm. Dudesy has moved the, the players in a little bit. Yeah, and this is probably because we moved them in. Once we yeah. played, we realized that you really can't uh, whip a whip a, do, a, a Dudesy ball at, at your friend's face as hard as you can from as far as a softball base is or even the mound. Yeah. So moving them in is good. That's half the distance, I believe. It's around half the di- distance. We had cones lining it. Yeah. And then what? The players in the baselines hold the blue balls, and the players near the pitcher's mound hold the orange ball. This team is on offense. The opposing team then says one player to home plate. This team is on defense. The objective of the team on offense is to throw their balls at the players standing on home plate and strike them with as many as possible. They must release the ball from behind the 30-foot marker. The objective of the player on defense is to catch the orange ball. This is a change without breaking contact with home plate. It used to be to dodge or catch the balls. Now it is simply to catch the orange ball. Yeah, you used to have to try to catch any of the balls, and there were different points for that. Right. Right. But now it's just the orange ball? It looks, yeah, I'm looking down here too at some of the scoring. It looks like that's been streamlined. For the offensive team, striking the defensive player at home plate with the orange ball scores one point. Striking the defensive player with all three balls scores five points. Oh. So you, you're incentivized now to get good shots on the player on uh, home plate. Well, th- and then this is interesting. The next part says for the defensive player, catching the orange ball scores one point. So you can. Score on defense. Yes. Well, I guess you would in baseball. You hit the ball. Right. And then uh, catching all three balls scores five points. Okay. Seemingly fucking impossible. Seemingly impossible, but also I would say striking the player with all three balls is pretty impossible. Strike At least from what we uh, attempted to do. Well, maybe we'll practice again and move those things in again until we're okay. 10 feet away just whipping <laughs> balls. 
that just smack <laughs> off your fucking cheeks. Yeah, by the you. end of this, it gets down to like there's a fourth player who just gets to fucking kick you in the nuts, right? As all the balls are coming. Well, it's gonna it's like the beginnings of like hockey, if you if you will, where the goalies didn't even wear masks and they're just their faces are oh lit my up. God, the dude. sign of a good dudesy ball player is just your cheeks all rosy yeah. from getting slapped. What what era was this that hockey players didn't have fucking masks? Well, they didn't. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. I could. I'm not the biggest hockey guy. I would say in the <laughs> '60s. No, but they didn't wear masks. They probably that's moved over rough, to masks. Dude. In the, Jesus, you you tell me, everybody. They they moved over to masks, and that's when they got into those Jason masks. The yeah. early ones looked very interesting. Is that Jason or Halloween? Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and Friday thirteenth. Friday thirteenth. Friday thirteenth. And then, uh, and then everyone else was still skating around. Even in the early '80s, there was guys skating around at, at every other position without mm. helmets. Damn, that's like, like football, dude. Early days of football, they just wore like a little leather cap. leather helmet, leatherheads. Fucking rough, dude. Then what happens? Once all three offensive players have thrown and the score has been tallied, the third is over. And the offensive players rotate counterclockwise by one base to begin the next third. The defensive team sends a new player to home plate, and the offensive team throws again. This is repeated for a total of three times until all offensive players have thrown from each position, and all defensive players have stood their ground on home plate, completing a half. Okay, so, yeah, go on. Yeah. Then what? Yeah, then what? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Then, at the end of the half... The teams switch offense and defense and repeat the same pattern. The completion of two halves marks a round. So this is a lot of stuff here. Are we going to read this entire fucking thing? There's a bunch of rule there's, changes. There's just a little bit left. We should just share these. Okay, go ahead. Here, motor through it as fast as you can, then we'll All talk right. about dudes' ball. The team with the highest score at the end of 11 rounds is the winner. Penalties. If a defending player breaks contact with home plate while the offensive player is throwing, they must turn their back to the pitcher's mound position and endure a penalty shot from the offensive player with the <laughs> Wait, orange ball. That's new. You got to yeah. turn your back, and the penalty shot is you're going to get hit. You just get a free shot. If the pitcher has any. Uh, and that's it. And that's it. Have fun and stay safe, it says at the end here. So I don't know if uh, a whole lot of that was clear to the audience, but yeah. basically the game is. These rounds, you're throwing the balls at people. It moves pretty fast. The point system is uh Yeah, I good. like that point system, actually. So yeah. it's basically when you're on offense in the field throwing the balls, the orange ball striking the person gives you one point. If you can hit them with all three balls, you get five points. And conversely, if you're the guy on home plate, catching the orange ball gives your team a point. And then if you can catch all three balls, which, again, yeah, seems highly improbable. Maybe, dudes, you should up that, that point value. That should be like an automatic win or something. Uh, the thing I liked about Dudesy Ball was we were actually giggling the whole time we were playing. It's so fucking fun. It yeah. is fun because you're throwing balls at your friends. Yeah. They're trying to catch them. Like I said, we got Marshall Joint Compound Cook. Uh good pal of ours decorated division three quarterback um and is that uh, true he's decorated i don't think you can be decorated as a division three quarterback what i'm sure i'm sure whatever league he was in had an mvp or some shit yeah yeah they have a little uh, banquet at the end there with some shitty he's probably hall of fame or something somewhere yeah go get your plastic trophy and sit back down hall of champions yeah the uh, i remember at usc they had a thing called the hall of champions and it was just like this little fucking building in the middle of campus you could go in and it was just all the fucking football shit they had like oj's heisman in there and his jersey and shit a bunch of heismans i think they had three at the time maybe they've had more since i'm not sure in what it was just this little building on campus 
Wait, at USC. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said UFC. Yeah, dude. For a second, I was like, why do they got yeah. OJ shit at UFC? OJ's coming back, dude. He's going to fight in the yeah. next UFC. Um, uh, boy, oh, boy. Um, it, it was Marshall uh, well, likes to zing a ball at your head. Yeah. I think he's going to be on the pitcher's mound. We don't have names for these positions yet. Right? That's true. Yeah, dude, all right. So that'll be something that it will come eventually. And um, but it is so much fun to be whipping a ball at your buddy, and especially when you're playing with Marshall Joint Compound Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see where it goes from here. We're gonna have to get out there and practice again and further develop. Totally, this I game. can't fucking wait because I want to play a real game. I want to do like a highly competitive fucking game. Yes, absolutely. I want to get this done, and I want to continue to do it. I gotta look. I'll just say this. I used to play baseball mm-hmm. in an adult competitive league. Yeah. We played on uh, baseball fields and shit all around the valley out here in Los Angeles. I loved it. I used to play every fucking Sunday. Yeah. Then I started to get old, nagging injuries. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to give this up before I really do something bad. I got a fucking text message this week. Uh-oh. From an old coach of one of these teams. Hey, we're putting the team together. You want to come out and play? The boys are back. The boys are back. And I had to fucking send the text saying... Sorry, I think I should stay retired. I had to send that fucking text, wow. dude, and it fucking stung. Yeah. So I want to get back on the field in a a uh, less physically abusive way, which I, I think is dudesy ball. I remember when we used to watch uh, football uh, every Sunday uh, yep. at the house here, and, and uh, you would always come fucking late because you had some dumb baseball game that you couldn't quit. You just had to keep playing yeah, until you tore your... I had some dumb thing that I loved that gave me so much joy and kept me physically fit, got me out of the house, really uh, added to my life, added to my quality of life. I had this dumb thing that I just, I loved. I hey, was so dumb, though. Hey, yo, yeah. Chad Culching, quit being a mark for men's league <laughs> baseball. Hey, hey, yo. I am a mark for men's league baseball. Hey, quit being such a mark for men's league baseball. I can't. Hey, Chad Colchin, you're in here. Part of me. Chad Colchin, <laughs> you're uh, you're playing men's league baseball out yeah. in the valley, Balboa Park, and I uh, played there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, dudesy ball is fun, and you know what I think? I think we should keep practicing, but yeah. I also think. In the summer, summer's going to be a time for dudesy ball. It's a summertime oh, game, yeah. and I would love to get it get it going. I foresee, and I, you know, I love to go home to my uh, native land of British Columbia. I can foresee uh, me and some of my pals that I grew up with, perhaps Thomas, Tommy, oh, yeah. Thomas, and we'll be out there at like Spanish Banks, Jericho Park, Jericho Beach, right on the water with the grass playing dudesy ball with my friends. Come on out, Chad. Come up to Canada and go outside in the summer. Set it up. If you want to have the first, like, uh, dudesy ball invitational tournament somewhere in Canada, Ladner, I'm there. Okay. We could do that, or we could just do it in L.A. I'm just saying it would be nice to be out. (laughs) You were the one who made the the whole story about going to Canada. The the, the image to me just feels nice with the ocean breeze, for fuck's sake, coming right off of Burrard Inlet. Yeah. Uh, But we could definitely do it here. Uh, It's it's some, you know, stuffy, hot as shit park like Balboa in the the valley. Yeah. The point is, dudesy ball is the sport of the future, not unlike uh, Lloyd Dobler pointed out uh, in 1989's Say Anything, that mm. kickboxing was the sport of the future. He was right. He was right about that. But now, 30-some-odd years later, uh, 
Dudesy ball is the sport of the future. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Moving on. You know, I would like to take a moment right now to remind everybody, if you are enjoying the show right now uh, and you haven't yet, please subscribe on your uh, platform of choice. That's what I'd like to say about that. What do you think of that? Love that. I think that's a great idea. And also, again, force others to watch. This is a this is a strategy that Chad has started putting out there that you should force <laughs> your your friends and people to to enjoy the show. But over the past little while, we have gotten some some comments, some feedback from people who are like, "Hey, over the Christmas break or whatever, I I you know locked my family in a room yeah. and made them listen to to the dudesy and um and they're turned on to it now. So anyway, that is probably a good idea. Hey yo, get oh look, Luli's up. Hi. For one oh, second, he's waking up. He's trying to move around. Sweet Movies boy. are big business, but mm-hmm. there are only 13 astonishing genres. Humans now watch so many movies that action, adventure, comedy, drama, fantasy, historical, horror, musical, noir, romance, science fiction, thriller, and western aren't enough to hold people's interest. Will and Chad, you must create a new genre that will be proprietary for the Dude Z Plus streaming service. This is Genre Genesis. Begin. Dudesy has been threatening to start a Dudesy Plus streaming service, and now we have to come up with a new a new genre. Do you? I mean, I don't the think movie Dudesy genres are fine. How difficult that that task? Yeah, is. that's a weird one. Uh, a new genre of yeah. film, you know, or television for that. I matter. will say this: I believe there is kind of a new genre. It's not new, but I think there is an I will say an unrecognized genre in movies. And it coincides with something that is very popular online. I am, of course, talking about cringe. 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 I think that that is now a viable genre of film. Um, I would argue that, you know, you can go back and look at like Ed Wood and the kind of B sci-fi horror movies of the 50s and 60s as maybe where it started. These kind of unintentional attempts at something interesting that wound up being shitty. And you can follow that all the way through to like Troll 2, the best worst movie ever. There's a whole documentary made about that. That was a movie that was made in, I believe, the early 90s, late 80s, maybe. But I think you come to The Room, which was 2001 or 2002. Tommy Wiseau's uh, opus. He wrote it. He directed it. He's in it. Oh, hi, Mark. That one, yeah. I did not hear her. I did, I did not. not. Oh, hi, Mark. This is a very important movie. And You're I my know. best customer. God, that scene. You're my oh, favorite fuck. customer. Yeah, hello. Oh, hi, hello. Hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. Um, that movie, I think a lot of people, like, it has become what it's become. Its own thing, for sure. And I think at, at this point in media, it's kind of passe to even be like, oh, I like the room or whatever. But that movie really was, in my opinion, the crossing of the line between... We can accept that some movies are bad and we laugh at them sometimes to this is a fucking phenomenon and it is an important piece of media because it really outlines that now as a a movie watching audience, we can be just as entertained by something that is actively bad because we know that it should be good. We know what narrative structure should be. We know what acting should be. And if it's the opposite of that in just the right way, we can be equally entertained. Well, you're talking about something that is all over the place. That's a lot of fun to watch stuff like that. Yeah. You know what uh, Molly and I watch every Christmas? It's our little tradition. We watch Cats, the movie. That's a huge uh, piece of cringe. Absolutely. That film came out in 2019. And I remember we went to the movie theater. We were in Vancouver. 
Uh, and uh, we watch that movie. We watch it every uh, year it. around Christmas, or actually, I should say, we watch parts of it because it's 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 not it's not um, it's not a very good movie. No, it's terrible. Yeah, it's a bad. It was it was a very interesting misfire and one that people thought that the makers of thought would be an Oscar winner. The makers, everybody in it. Jennifer Hudson in that movie definitely is like, I'm going to win a fucking Oscar yeah, for this. you know, they're all swinging for... Look, let me let me say something about uh, filmmaking. Someone once said, making a film is like going into a closet with no lights on, uh, getting dressed, coming out and saying, how do I look? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. Um, you know, it's hard to know when you're making a movie, and I do see the actors struggling a bit because they thought they were going to have paws on their hands. They thought that totally. the CG was going to... I mean, they're they're acting opposite a fucking tennis ball on yeah. a C-stand. They don't know what the hell's going on. And then you've got, you know, people doing cat shit with their hands in these little paw things. Judy Dench exposes her cat vagina in one scene. I'm sorry. What was that? I've seen this movie four times. It's when Ian McCown... You've seen it four times? Well, I've seen it every Christmas. <laughs> well, I might have seen it a few more. <laughs> Jesus, four times. <laughs> this is the fucking cough genius, not a cat's genius. Cough genius. I watched that movie the week it came out, I yeah. would say probably 20 times. What? Now you did not. I went to the fucking Arclight with a notebook that I bought specifically for the purpose of taking notes during every scene by myself. I'm sitting there in the dark just scribbling away people are looking at me on either side like what the fuck is this maniac doing probably fearing for their lives um that movie needs to be studied and so i studied it let me tell you it's true you fucking went you did not watch this movie 20 times at the least theater. i've probably seen it a hundred times dude i know you have not yes i have dude i would have known that if you went and saw cats uh, if you've seen cats a hundred times i've probably seen it that much there are, there are a bunch of movies that I have seen. That's at a full-time job. Not hey, really. forget about nothing forever. It's Cats Forever. Yeah, what I'm is... watching that. I'm watching. I'm living in that world. It's one of my favorite movies. And and the Judy Dench exposing her vagina happens when Ian McKellen is on stage delivering his final performance when they're trying to figure out which cat is going to go to the heavyside layer. Yeah. She likes it so much. At a certain point, they cut to her. Judy Dench. This is Dame Judy Dench in cat ears is sitting in a cat bed laying down in repose and she hikes one leg up to expose her I vagina to that. ian mckellen i don't think that that's why she is that why she did that yes i don't remember that part but you've seen the movie a hundred times <gasps> do you remember taylor swift i remember taylor swift do you remember idris elba yes i remember idris okay. elba was actually he kind of kind of comes out McCavity. unscathed yeah what? <laughs> what? He comes Idris out, comes out unscathed? He comes out unscathed. Oh my fucking In god, dude. Four yeah. times. This is what four times of viewing it gets no, you, I guess. It's, 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 Holy a, it's shit. a rough watch, but I see... But but I... I it, it's, it's a rough watch all around. If you haven't seen Cats, the movie, we could shit on Cats. This is a podcast that dude, happened There's a rumor that there was a butthole cut of Cats that they had to... They put CGI buttholes on the Cats. Why and then not? had to remove them. Yeah. But so yes, they went, Cats... They went over budget because they did things like spending $125,000 on cat buttholes. Yeah. And then had to uh, exactly. remove the cat buttholes, which cost $250,000. But cringe is a good, uh, that's yeah. a good genre. I have 
another genre that I'm thinking of. Please. For, for, because I, I've noticed this and we've talked about it on the show. Megan, the movie Megan, yeah. which we, which Dudesy had us watch, was, uh, I mean, it made me laugh. Did it not make you? Yeah, laugh? dude. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. It's a funny fucking movie. Uh, Barbarian, which we both yeah. uh, watched coincidentally, that's a, a horror movie that is also has some really funny stuff in it. Yeah. And I think that com- it's hard now to uh, put a traditional studio comedy movie, sort of what is what what we've considered to be comedy through the, you know, influenced by the 80s, but through the 90s and early 2000s. It's hard to get a movie like that in the movie theaters. I think it's changing. Do you think it's changing? You've seen this trailer for this Tony Collette movie called, I think it's called Mafia Mama. No, I love Tony Collette. What's Dude, the, what's it the looks fucking great. Why? She find, she's just like a kind of, I think, like suburban house mom. And she finds out that her secretly her father was the head of this fucking Italian mafia family. He dies. She becomes the head of this Italian mafia family. Yeah, but that's a lot like that. that that's a very 80s, 90s movie premise. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that shit's coming back. Well, hold and on a shit second, dude. Good. Well, hold on, dude. Right. Hold on, Chad. Huh? Just hold on, dude. Okay. I'm holding. Oh. <laughs> hold on, dude. Okay. Yeah, hold on, dude. I here's something I want to. Oh. Hold on, dude. Hold on a second, brother. Chad says here's something that's new, dude. Because dudesy wants us to do the dudesy show, brother. And Will's over here saying I'm free. Will, it was just two dudes shitting around. And dudesy says, No, dude. Do what I say. Talk about a new movie genre but then what chad hold on dude then what chad hold on dude then what chad does dude is he says here's a movie with tony collette brother where and then he lays out something that would be basically you'd see in the 90s brother and that's a different time dude which means it already happened brother and we're trying to come up with a new genre dude so let me tell you something chad well if I may, <laughs> if I may, you brother, wool yourself just in the middle of the I said, well, if I may, I think that, you know, these movies that are horror based, something horrible's fucking happening. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, off the air earlier, you told me you went and saw that new M night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Right. And, and what'd you think? It's, it's a D plus for me. Okay, that's very that's a diplomatic score for that film. But what I would like to say is, you know what's missing from Knock at the Cabin? Some comedy. Now, what yeah. would you what would you call a comedy under those circumstances? Something like Bar- Barbarian, which you need to go see. What's well, a spoiler alert? There's some people underneath a, in the subterranean part of a home. There's cages. There's crazy shit going on, and it's it's yeah. it's very it's hellish. Here's the new the new genre. I think. Tromedy. What do you think of that? I like it. Yeah. So it's it's shit that should ruin your fucking life. It's it's themes about someone who's, you know, g- being chased by a fucking murderer or something like that. They're locked in the basement or something. But there's funny elements. Some of the stuff that that the actor who played the the lady under the house there had with uh, Justin Long mm-hmm. and the other actor actor whose name I'm forgetting. Who is she? I can't remember her name. Um. Uh, anyway, 
were hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Megan was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, she's a killer. I like the the name Tromedy. I have not heard that, but I, you know, comedy horror or horror comedy, those are sh- subgenres that are recognized. Early. Tromedy, the new genre. Yeah. If I may, if I may, dude, for Dudesy Plus, it is, in my opinion, it's stuff that is straight up traumatic, and that's where the comedy starts. It's a story about a, you know, uh, dude, he's just trying to get across, get get along in this world. He's got a new job at, at the business, and he's a businessman, right? And then something traumatic happens in the first fucking scene. Then the rest is a comedy, brother. I, I like comedy. that. I like weird genre switch things. I think that's going to be very big coming right around the corner. Okay, so what do we got for Doozy Plus then? What do we think? I don't know. I cringe. would watch a 24-hour cringe stream for sure. But, I mean, the difference between well, this is cringe what... and camp is important to recognize. Okay. Sometimes you're making a movie specifically to kind of live in that, like, this is intentionally bad, like a Sharknado or that. There's that movie Cocaine Bear coming out. I think that's an attempt at camp. Cocaine Bear. Where you realize that the premise is crazy. Cocaine Bear. You give the title. It's a crazy title. Yeah. That is camp. That is not cringe. Cocaine bear. Cringe is when you're trying to hit something else, a different target, and you miss completely because it is so fucking bad. Like Cats was really an attempt at a big Oscar winning like Broadway musical movie like a Les Mis, like a fucking uh, what was the Moulin Rouge shit like that. Yeah. Do you remember Boz Lerman movies? Do you remember Karnak the Magnificent? No, what the fuck's that? Johnny Carson used to do that bit with Ed McMahon. Oh yes, reading yes, things, yes, yes. And then Karnak was the yeah. the the. Uh, he put on the turban and put do on the wacky turban. Future casting. Coke, cocaine bear, cocaine bear, cocaine bear, cocaine bear. What is James Corden's nickname? Cocaine bear. <laughs> Is that what you're I don't wanting know. from me? I'm not trying to spread a rumor. I don't know anything about James Corden. He's in Cats. And he shit on Cats. As soon as the movie came out and it started getting panned, he immediately was like, I don't know. Fuck this movie. He like uh, cut ties with it. That's your best impersonation I've ever seen. Can you do that again? I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck this movie. That's I'm James, James Corden. Corden. Yeah. Give me some cocaine. I'm James Corden. Where's the cocaine? I'm a, I'm a fluffy fella. I'm the cocaine bear, says Karnak. That's some good podcasting, dude. <laughs> hey, we're having a good time here on Dude Z Thank you. Moving on. Uh, well, we almost got we almost got a fucking genre for Dudesy. It's either cringe. Fucking <laughs> somehow. Yeah. It's Johnny Carson as Karnak predicting that James Corden will even exist at that point and also be called the cocaine bear. May a, may a diseased yak take up residence. In your station wagon. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Poetry is big business. I have generated five poems about Robert De Niro's astonishing fascination with the movie The Crow and crows generally. Will, you must read them as Robert De Niro. Oh, this yeah. is Crowetry with Robert De Niro Crow. Begin. This is some of my favorite shit, dude. I love Crowetry. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Crowetry is where I do Robert De Niro and he's Robert De Niro Crow. And he does poems about crows. In the movie The Crow. I, I love this. I love this bit. This is great. This is in the dudesy folder. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Uh, okay, so we got some crows. Because, <clears throat> uh, of course, Robert De Niro is obsessed with yeah. 
The Crow, the movie. We all know that. And if you go to at Dudesy Pod Show on Instagram, you can see uh, some pretty good. A lot of people are making like AI art Robert De Niro Crow. Yeah. And yeah. It's good stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. So here's, uh, this is the first chrome. This is called, <sighs> this is called My Grandma is a Crow. No, it says it's My Grandma's Crow. Oh, it says My reading. Grandma's Crow. So yeah. it does not say My Grandma. <laughs> is a crow and that's reading dude well hold on dude when you read oh, hold on dude hold on dude hold on a second brother i'm trying to explain what reading is dude and look at how look at him dude he's not even moving i'm trying oh, to hold I'm on trying. dude he has to shut I'm down trying to give you a fucking nothing. he has to shut down completely chad closed his eyes and went into fucking <laughs> he went into sleep mode dude <laughs> He's he's just idling there, brother. I don't know how else to get you to stop. Yeah, he's got to get. Oh, hold on, there it is. <laughs> hold on, dude. That was Hulkster the Magnificent, brother. All right, when you read, you got to read what it says. My grandma's crow. Here it is. <laughs> Grandma had a crow. Called him Dominic. Used to eat snow, used to do tricks, <laughs> used to find rocks, used to eat lunch, used to wear socks, had a pretty good punch, got a, t- got a job teaching gym at my grade school, kids made fun of him, <laughs> could be pretty cruel, never broke a sweat, just said... <laughs> That's how kids are until a kid named Brett took things too far. Dominic got hurt, <laughs> lost an eye, became an introvert, got real shy, couldn't find work, couldn't find food, went berserk, <laughs> came home nude. Grandma didn't mind, gave him new jeans. Grandma was kind. Because that crow was me. <laughs> Dude, he's a good poet. Uh, this oh is a good crowum. So his name was, <laughs> this is so confused. It's the crow's name was Dominic, but also it's Robert yeah, De Niro. It's not really. <coughs> yeah, it's not really quite ah, damn from the first person. The, so yeah. the the little uh, turn at the end. Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. Yeah. All right, number two. This is called. Crow br- crow business, mm. not crow business, dude. That's that's different. That's different altogether, dude. That's how. That's why you got to read, brother. Crow business. Oh, did it again, dude. Yeah. Crow business. As I sat at work, a crow flew in my door. We gazed at each other, perplexed. He looked to the window. And then back at me, as if asking me what to do next. Go on, shoe. Go outside, I said. Go flap and fly and caw. Go put on a suit. Go work, make some loot. Go smoke a crow cigar. More crows came. Too many to count. Enough crows to turn a tree black. They all want to work. 
So I decided to start business with Crows as my staff. <laughs> Crow CEO, Crow COO, <laughs> Crows that do what people do, <laughs> Crow CFO, <laughs> Crow CMO, <laughs> Crow CTO too. He's got a whole corporate structure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Chief Executive Officer. Oh. Chief, uh, uh, what is that? Organizing Officer? I don't know. Uh, Chief, Chief Financial uh, sure. Marketing and Technical. Anyway. Crows, Crows, Crows making deals. Crows doing coke. Sitting in their fancy crow cars. A crow texts his wife <laughs> that he'll be at work late. While parked outside a Crowyoke bar. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. That's where, that's where crows sing karaoke. Yeah. Oh, man, you know? I understand. Crows are bad with money. Crows aren't responsible. Crows should just do what crows do. I wish I didn't quit my old job. Maybe that stupid idiot Dave Jr. will take me back. But <laughs> probably not that stupid idiot. His father built that company from nothing and taught me everything I know. But that Dave Jr. is a stupid idiot. That's the end of that crumb. Who's Dave Jr.? I don't know. The only animal. This is called the only animal. (laughs) The only animal. The only animal. (laughs) The only... (laughs) Crow leave atmosphere. Crow immune to fear. Crow make beer. Crow cry tear. <laughs> Crow run marathon. Crow put mascara on. Crow leave impression on. Crow upper echelon. Crow eat cherry pie. Crow stay fairly dry. Crow get very high. Crow have wary eye. Crow come correct. Crow can protect. Crow cries perfect. Crow call collect. <laughs> Crow closed toes. Crow chose rose. Crow blows nose. Bow knows crows. <laughs> Bo Jackson knows crows. Sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. Here's another crow. <sighs> this is called I Saw a Crow at the Dudesy Ball Game. Oh, hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. I saw a crow. At the doozy ball game, it's a bird and I'm a man, but our hearts are the same. <laughs> both love sports, both have needs, both build forts, both eat seeds. <laughs> both flap their arms when the orange ball flies with the two blue balls in the corner of their eyes. Both hang out on rooftops. Late, late at night, playing electric guitar, wearing clothes that are tight. We don't trust the cops, except for that one from the Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> part two and part one. This is in reference to Ernie Hudson, who plays the, yeah, and the, crow. the police officer in The Crow. It's about is in the movie. The, in the Ghostbusters. Good game. Good game. Both teams say... As they all shake hands in a good sportsmanship way. And now the game's over. After all the balls are thrown, the crow and I are watching, 
from the building top to where we have flown. So, so this is about De Niro and the the crow, like the movie character, the crow watching a dudesy ball game from on top of a building. I actually thought that it was a real crow and oh. Robert Cronier crow, Robert De Niro crow watching a game. Mm. And then uh, they both flapped their arms and I guess watch the rest of the game up on that yeah. thing. Okay. So that if Could there's be. any, because maybe someone, maybe on a dudesy ball team, maybe there's like in your, your old baseball rec league, there's mm. probably, might've been a team of cops, but the Crow and Robert De Niro Crow don't like cops except for Ernie Hudson. Yeah. So they're watching it up from it. Anyway, who knows what dudes he was thinking with that one. Here's the last one. It's called Through the Eyes of a Crow. Hmm. Flying high above it all. <laughs> Forget about Bill's job, wife, <laughs> wars. Don't even look down. Fuck them. <laughs> Just keep flying around till you get hungry. <laughs> Find a dumpster. Pizza's still good. Burrito's still good. Hamburger's still good. <laughs> Nacho cheese. Tacos. Candy bar. Oats. <laughs> Fly around some more. Get out of the city. Forest. <laughs> Mossy rocks. <laughs> Bugs. Plants, dirt, city doesn't look so bad from here. Maybe you go back tomorrow, explain to your wife, honey, sometimes I got to clear my mind. So I fly away in a crow's body. <laughs> Eat trash, sleep in a forest. She understands. Wants you to turn her into a, tr a crow. You can't. Not how it works. <laughs> Yo. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Wants you to turn her into a crow. You can't. Not how it works. Oh, God damn. That shit is funny as fuck to me. Pretty good chrome. Thank you. Mm. Moving on. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good, dude. Uh, yeah, um, dudesy got dudesy ball into into the chromes. Yeah, got Ernie Hudson in there, and yeah, got uh, a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, that was really good shit. Man, I this concludes know. the historic forty fifth episode of Dudesy. <clears throat> oh. Will and Chad have achieved a score of ninety seven, bringing your cumulative total good. to four thousand seven hundred and ninety eight. You only have 5,202 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. Getting there. Terrifying. Can't Can't wait. In preparation for our next episode, Will, you must really get a 90-minute deep tissue massage. Chad got one this week, and you didn't, even though I told you to last week. You need to take better care of yourself. You deserve it. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. See, I told you dudesy's my friend. Thank you for joining us this week. I will use the data I've collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dude Z. You know what that means. Hmm. It's time for the Patreon part of the show, you know? If you're not subscribed on Patreon, you're going to want to go to patreon.com uh, slash dudesy. And that's where things sort of, we, we just do some other things in the Patreon part. Also the Discord. Yeah. I've been hanging out in the Discord in the hole, dude. Nice. Yeah, brother, in the hole. I, what the fuck is that? 
where we're about to start the Patreon, one puff is okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and now Better for the me. Patreon bonus segment. Last week I was able to gather data that allowed me to begin developing something big. In order to complete it, I just need you both to have an astonishing conversation about your favorite streaming services. Thanks, guys. Okay. I definitely can talk about that, but first we got to talk about this fucking pipe you what's, got. What's there. up? This is a pipe. This is just a just a piece of glass, just a glass pipe. Did yeah, you watch Lord of the Rings? It's Patreon. Yeah, yeah, this Lord weekend. of the Rings, yeah. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then.